0: Hey there folks. What's happening? What you up to? Welcome to another episode of the Crash Bang Boom podcast. Cheshire Augusta is my guest today, who's the drummer of Philly punk jazz instrumental trio Stinkin' Lizaveta. Shout out to Fyodor Dostoevsky. Anyways, uh, they're a band that I've been seeing throughout the last 20-some-odd years, and a band whose members always had this mythical sort of rock and roll nomad-esque persona in my mind, uh, complete with a band van with a group of pit bull security guards. So it was cool to talk about some of the gigs and tours over the years, as well as the origins of the band. A couple of notes, you will hear some rumbling bass in the background for certain sections of the interview, which was the band warming up, uh, kicking off their set at Bar Matchless in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, where we did the interview in their little courtyard there as it started to rain on us. And there are at times some esoteric references to people, which sometimes happens when you're conversing with someone and realize you know a lot of the same people and sort of forget that the record button is engaged. In any case, quarter century of rocking and keeping the music happening, you'd be hard-pressed to find someone that looks like they're enjoying drumming more than Cheshire Live. So here we go. Stink Elizaveta, Cheshire Augusta. Crash, bang, boom! Crowds go mad with joy. yep. yep. Thanks so much for sitting down with me. I know it was a last minute thing. I'm psyched to see y'all tonight. I realize I've been I've been seeing your band. I don't even know how long, but I think it might be 20 to 22 years now.
1: Wow. Yeah. So we were oh, It's really nice to see you, Jody by the yeah. way. Thanks for <laughs> Thanks for being here. Um, yeah, I feel like 95, 97 was this show that you were talking about?
0: Yeah, with Critters bugging at Tipitina's mm-hmm. in New Orleans. Yeah. That was amazing. I went to go see y'all because I'd actually seen y'all one time before, not knowing anything about Critters Bugging, and then I saw Critters Bugging, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Oh my god! How did y'all end up on that uh, on that tour? And are we thinking that was like 96, 97? something
1: like this? Um, yeah. So our friend, our friend Bernard from Lafayette, Louisiana. Portis. I know Bernard Pierce. Yeah, yeah Bernard. That's Pierce. amazing. This is the, the second way, time
0: Bernard has come up. I just talked to I ran into somebody in a cab late at night and Lafayette came up and us, and we started talking about Bernard Pierce and this dude knew, knew Bernard Pierce That's so yeah crazy. here it is again some well, strange synchronistic moment here we are talking about Bernard Pierce
1: well he's now living in Alexi's house oh, so he's come up on. in Philadelphia are you yeah. kidding me no oh come on <laughs> Like, he really is everywhere. He's <laughs> ubiquitous. He truly
0: is. Mr. <laughs> he's, Omnipresent. God damn. And,
1: and he's a national treasure. Of course. Wow.
0: <laughs> that is amazing.
1: Well, Bernard had started booking uh, larger tours by then. But the way I met Bernard was I had I was booking us these long three-month tours uh-huh. across the bottom of the country. And then we'd sort of fool around in the top of the country. By the time we were ready to come home, we could do all the same clubs back around uh-huh. the bottom again. Or we'd go across the top. <laughs> and um, I, I, made, I made, made tons of cold calls. It was in the days where, you know, like, right. you made a press package and you sent right. it to people and right. you called them. snail
0: mailed it and called yeah, them. Yeah, and, and you,
1: hey, did you get right. it? Did you get a chance to listen to it? Blah, 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 blah. We really were looking for a date, you know. I know you right. don't know who they, we are, <laughs> but can you give us a show anyway? <laughs> now, Tracy and Bernard were the only people who ever called me back. Really? On one of those cold approaches. That's amazing. Yeah. The only people in like, I don't know what I would do that five, five or so years before a booking agent like hooked, noticed us and hooked us up. So yeah, so we became friends and and then he started to book these larger tours and stuck us on that tour with, with Critters Buggin'.
0: Wow. And then flash forward, now he's living with the bass player.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Recent thing. He came up to look at, he came up to work on a ship, but they delayed his, his employment for a year. And, and but he decided that he'd come up to Philly anyway and hang out. So
0: so bizarre. Yeah. So let's 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 rewind a little bit. How did this band? How did it start? How'd you end up with the Papadopoulos brothers? Oh my. Pop and drop it like it's Papadopoulos brothers. Papadopoulos. That's what I've been trying to work that into. Drop it like it's Papadopoulos. There Papadopoulos. it is. That's that's, that's what good. I was trying that's to pretty say.
1: Pretty good.
0: Um. <laughs> <laughs> how did you How did y'all become a band in the first place? Yeah.
1: Well. I was playing in a band in, in, you know, we all uh, lived in West Philly, and I guess Yanni moved up to there to play with a band called EDO. Okay. And I was playing with a band called the National Wrecking Company at that time. And uh, I think he saw me, and he's like, you're the craziest thing in your band, and I'm the craziest thing in my band, so we should probably be in a band. That's a
0: great, (laughs) that makes perfect sense.
1: (laughs) And so um, he, we cut a demo tape, and it was him and me, and he played bass and guitar, like overdubbed. Made a little cassette tape. Yeah. Yeah. And um, <laughs> that was almost over the cassette tape thing, but we did it anyway. Yeah. Um,
0: it's making a resurgence, by the way. Of course, you know. It's just everything's it's, cyclical. And yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and all the fashions that were popular when of you're wrong with anyway, but uh, Anyway. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, we couldn't find anybody in Philly who wanted to play bass for us. Yeah. So Yanni reached out and put us... Did an older brother maneuver on his, on Alexei? Yeah, and made him come and play bass for us. That's awesome. Yeah, he Alexei was more interested in sort of jazz and upright. Right. But um, we found a, a compromise in the basement of a house, uh, basement of a friend's house, uh, in that crazy Morelli thing. That, yeah. You know, <laughs> the the weird the weird <laughs> like fretboard on a stick, which is right. the, which is the, the the upright electric bass he plays. Yeah, it is strange. A plank with a a headstock, I don't know, right. and really heavy strings. <laughs> Unbelievable. Which made me get a really big kick drum. It's like, that's a really big bottom. i got to keep up with that. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> that sealed the deal.
1: That's amazing.
0: Now, when uh, when I was seeing you all, I guess in the, in the 90s as well, when you were first starting out, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but you had a uh, three- three pit bulls or two pit bulls that traveled around in the van with y'all
1: right so when we were first going out Wendy Alexi's wife and Alexi had a dog apiece okay and they were pit pit labs from the same litter they had to come with us and Wendy was first of all Wendy's the amazing one Uh. she did one three month tour with us while she was five months pregnant with their child (laughs) Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's serious.
1: And the two dogs in the family. We got used to <laughs> the this. The whole family. Yeah, the whole thing. Wow. And then Yanni and I were basically adopted by a beautiful gold, golden brown um, brindle pit. Okay. And then Shushu started to come with us. Okay. So we had the, the two, uh, these two black dogs, with, they're a pit lab mix, and then Shushu, this gorgeous brindle, she was like the Hollywood dog. Yeah. And then Wendy started to stay home, because she had the baby. Right. Um, and... A dog wandered into my life, Yeah. Davis. And then it was the three of those. So it was a dog apiece. <laughs> and dogs are great because, first of all, we never got broke into. Right. Three pit bulls in the back. Yeah,
0: nobody's fucking around with that.
1: Nobody's gonna fuck around with that.
0: That's amazing. Can you imagine <laughs> and, they steal the van and there's still and three they're pit still bulls? <laughs> <and they're> like, <laughs> we got you know, away with it, we have the equipment, we, and then you're getting like, attacked ah, by. <laughs> ah, <laughs>
1: yeah, that'd be really. That would be justice. Absolutely. <laughs> pit it would. bull justice. Absolutely. But yeah, so. What's awesome about dogs, besides you don't get broke into, is they don't care how well you play the drums right. that night yeah. or any They're night on the tour. They're not going to give you negative feedback. They love you just the same. are not going to give like <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but right. You made a mistake in the game, yeah, but that was a new mistake, so you, So don't worry about that mistake because I probably right. won't make that one again. It's like, no, no, no. My dog just says, I love you. Yeah. And then she doesn't care if I brush my teeth. Right. And she doesn't care if, you know... And I don't care if she leaves hair in my coffee cup. Okay, that's it. End of story.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. It was It was a f- true family unit. It was. That's incredible. Was. And
1: they had a great time because when I was, especially when I was first booking all those shows, as an independent booker, I couldn't get shows every night. Of course. So we would blow in and do some shows in a town and then go and do like family vacation in the like camping in the mountains really in in Arizona and like in these beautiful canyons in Utah and
0: you're you young and free
1: oh my god it was amazing <laughs> and the dogs had the time of i mean they were well traveled dogs pissed on both sides of the continental divide yeah i mean swam in you know from Venice Beach all the way to Coney Island (laughs) nice (laughs) now
0: when I would see y'all down in New Orleans I felt like that was always kind of a home away from home uh for y'all it seemed like that uh I saw y'all play at Checkpoint Charlie's many many a times over the course of, of quite a few years I feel like but it was always kind of a home away from home uh how did how did that like come about and what was the what was the connection with you guys and going down there
1: Oh my gosh. So we were we had been on a tour with a band called Zeny Gava. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That took us all the way to from East Coast to West Coast to San Francisco was the ending date for them with us. Then we had to book our way back. Okay. So we did. And I don't know how we we might it must we might have been on snake handler at that point. Okay. So they might have helped us book our, our way back. Nice. Came back to the south and we and we went to New Orleans and played at a place called Monaco Bob's it oh, yeah, doesn't absolutely. exist anymore and we played with a band called Dulac Sway. of course
0: yeah which would then become Spickle which then you would play with exactly I and mean. it was
1: just love at first sight I mean we just loved each other right away Yeah, yeah. you know like Brett you know I, I mean she's Brett Davis it's like Hilarious I mean I can't even do hilarious. it Hilarious Hilarious Yeah I can't <laughs> yeah. even do it justice honestly It's yeah It's super yaddy yeah, yeah good ears
0: Yeah I have, a, I have a buddy of mine One of my dad's friends He has his brother named Gary And it's the same thing It's my brother Gary Gary He's fucking hilarious <laughs> Like he literally says that So I know exactly what yeah. you're talking about
1: That's Yeah And And Paul Webb Paul Webb is like one of my Jesuses yeah, yeah, he's like pure of spirit. No matter what, and to the th- end of the of the. Whole yes, universe. for
0: those of you listening to this who might not know who Paul Webb is, he's an g- amazing guitarist, multi instrumentalist. But uh, yeah, seeing him obviously at Spickle owns his own music store in the yeah, Bywater.
1: Bywater music, uh, yay, Paul Webb. Yeah,
0: yet another weird connection. In fact, last time I saw Paul was in New York, and he said that he had flown to Philly and played a show with y'all.
1: Yes, he played uh, <laughs> our la- our CD release party. Was this, oh, this? Nice. Like, yes. I'm telling you, we just, we just, it was, it's fantastic. There's two guitars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was great. Um, (laughs) But he helped produce that, our last album. Oh, cool. And that was the CD release party for that album. Oh, amazing. uh, Turning to the Underworld. Oh, cool. Yeah, so. uh, All these these
0: full circles with your life. Yeah. What's going on here?
1: I don't know. (laughs) It's a strange world out here. (laughs) (laughs) I have very strong personal magic. Yeah, I get everything I want. (laughs) Yeah, amazing, amazing.
0: (laughs) Uh, Drums, when did you start playing drums? When
1: I was 24.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, How it did was, it start?
1: It started, um, my friends needed a rehearsal drummer. Okay. Their drummer was going to Italy to blow glass or something like this. <laughs> and I was sort of hanging around the edges of this band, watching them play. And I was very interested in the in the contraption itself. Yeah, yeah. Like, I saw the drums up close for the first time and I was like, this is a really, really interesting contraption. I yeah. I was a classical pianist, so. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't, oh, wow. I didn't. You know, this full body thing was a whole... Du- yeah. Yeah. Well, they're both
0: considered percussion. Well, percussive. they are percuss- yeah, percussion yeah.
1: instruments. Well, one is like very keyed into um, the eye hand eye hand coordination for which we have extremely detailed maps in the brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the hand is extremely sensitive. Oh yeah. And it's got a very detailed map. Um, yeah, yeah. Getting the larger muscles of the body, right. You know, to split themselves off from each other. Sure. Is a you know it's almost like a yogic kind of <laughs> thing to do, but you have to develop new neurology for it. Right. And also, like, we're, our hands are, are more articulate Sure. Uh, for, for, um, for longer. Like, we're, we lay, lay on our backs in our cribs, yeah. we pick things up with our hands, mm-hmm. and we can even pick things very early, pick something up w- with, uh, with our fingers, pu- hold it in the back of our hand, and then pick up the next thing sure. before we can walk. So our right. feet are literally running all our lives to catch up, yeah, yeah. you know. So yeah. it's, a, you know, it's just a thing. You've got to train yeah. yourself to do those, those new Right. Um, new, new engage new muscle stuff. groups
0: and <laughs> engage new independence within you know, the four limbs and all that stuff. Exactly. It's crazy. It's,
1: it's crazy, and it's exciting, and it was really, really intense and like developing kinesthetic memory for me was was just this yeah. incredibly cool feeling. Right. I always loved the feeling of it once I got started. Anyway.
0: So that's the thing. Once you got started, you were hooked because of yeah, the, the physical nature and the challenge of it. Exactly. And
1: the, and the other reason that I was hooked was that the the, the piano literature is a lot of solo stuff. You know, you're oh, yeah, banging yeah. your head against the piano f- oh. by yourself in a I room not, somewhere.
0: I don't. I don't know that I have the patience for it myself.
1: And yeah, well, it's it, and it was kind of a lonely sport. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you you wanted to play with other people. Well, I didn't know I wanted to play with other people Until you but did. when I sat down we I guess the first time I ever sat down I had been sneaking around learning uh, like a basic rock beat and and got the part for this, got the job for the rehearsal drummer and sat down and kind of blew everybody away because they didn't know that I knew how to play a rock beat. Right. You know, like, a rock beat, um, wow. <laughs> like, nice, the element of surprise really worked for me that day. Um, <laughs> but uh, we played, I think we jammed on a song Ocean by um, The Velvet Underground. Oh, cool. And not was, the
0: Ocean from Led
1: Zeppelin. No. Not to be confused. Not to be confused with the, the, the next rock beat I I would have to learn in order to, yeah. 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 Um, right. <laughs> but it was the most amazing experience. Like, it, it made music about person to person. Right. We were all having, we were all talking at once, but we were all the center of the conversation. Right. And we were all still making sense. Yeah. yeah. And that was the experience. It's that, magical. Uh, it's totally ridiculous and yeah. it's awesome and I, I, I was completely turned on and yeah. I, I still love the piano, but. I'm not coming from the same
0: instrument as you did, but a similar sort of academic background, or at least in high school uh, and and middle school and all that shit, playing in concert band and jazz band and like, uh, you know, marching band even, and doing all that stuff, all this drum related sort of academic stuff. Once I started uh, uh, working with other people and playing drums and creating new music and not having to reiterate something that some pre existing, you know, musical. Item or whatever it was, I was like, "Oh shit, that's clearly where it's at." And so it was the same realization.
1: Right?
0: Yeah, it's the way it goes. And I, yeah, I've been hooked. My dumbass doing it 26 years <laughs> later. Right? <laughs> oh, we're lifers. Just just face it. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm gonna stick it out <laughs> as best as I can. Right? Do you uh, sometimes get in the van with these guys and think, "My God, I've been in the van with these guys like collectively." Can you imagine how much time you spent in a van with the with the Papadopoulos brothers?
1: <laughs> uh. All I can say is thank God for the dogs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they Absolutely. kept us from many a fight. Although we do, although we do fight a lot.
0: Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I mean, my God, y'all have been been together and s- spent a close proximity with each other for so many years. Yes. I would say that, that isn't inevitable.
1: Ev- oh yeah, d- definitely. <laughs> I mean, got two bro- two brothers, an older and a younger brother.
0: Yeah, yeah. and you You're know, in the middle. I'm
1: in the middle, and so and it's very clear sometimes. No one is fighting about the music anymore. Right. The brothers are fighting about who stole whose pencil in the third grade <laughs> or who's the older one and who's the young, younger
0: one. And right.
1: who's trying to make their you know their So do you mark. play
0: referee in that in that relationship at times and just tell them to shut up every now and again?
1: More recent years, yeah. 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 I get I get I get more uh I don't know. I don't get involved and I don't get defensive as much. Yeah. And so I can be more kind of a Conciliatory,
0: Right, exactly.
1: But, yeah. Right on. But I have my, my sticking points, too.
0: I'm sure you do. <laughs> I'm sure you do. What's been going on, out? I guess, outside of, of playing music?
1: Outside of playing music, uh, I have been very happily ensconced in my little house, my little two-story flat-top house with my amazing husband.
0: Okay. Um,
1: we ride bikes a lot. We garden a lot. We... Uh, Hang out. we watch football and baseball <laughs>
0: that's awesome it's a good balance of like earth mother and jock you, you're splitting the difference the duality of <laughs> that's you, interesting yeah it's a good mix yeah he's good yeah but. well let me ask you this do, touring with all the touring that you've done previously do you still enjoy it as much as you've as you've gotten older because i never really enjoyed it that much to begin with and oh, really? i certainly enjoy it less now
1: yeah i um i love to tour i i I'm like the kid who loved summer camp, right? Because you can really put out a lot of energy. Yeah. Or I can. I can put a lot, lot of energy into something if I can kind of see the end of the, the end of the road. And for so for five weeks, I can just jam super get hard, get in the zone, go for it. Yeah. Because I know that after five weeks, I get to go home and sit on my couch and right. Hang out with my sweetie.
0: The light at the end of the tunnel. Absolutely. <laughs> so
1: yeah, and I love that. So um, yeah, it makes me feel alive. I've I've always loved touring. Awesome. I've always loved touring and I've always loved the way we've done it We once we got booking agent uh, you know we played they try to keep you playing every night right, so we exactly. didn't do as much family camping outing type of thing Yeah, but we always had such good friends and made such good connections and Right. Got to sleep on the best people's floors and absolutely <laughs> roughing it and loving it. <laughs> I think you got to make you a shirt
0: roughing it and, and loving, loving it. it. It's pretty awesome. Thanks for talking to me. It's my, been great catching up with you.
1: My pleasure. I look Jody. forward
0: to seeing you tonight for the 5,000th time over the course of 20 some odd years that I can't even quite figure out. Awesome. <laughs> so glad. Right on. Thanks, Jasher. Cheers. Alright folks, thanks for tuning in for a quick little episode there. Would have loved to get some more questions in, but Mother Nature and the gig lineup wouldn't allow for it. Sting Elizabeth's new record, Journey to the Underworld, is out, and I'll include a link to purchase if you're interested, so feel free to check that out. Go check out Sting Elizabeth whenever they come through to a town near you. It's always a great time. Thanks Cheshire, thanks Sting Elizabeth. Catch y'all on the next one. Crash Bang Boom!